This podcast is for information only and should not be considered legal advice. There is no representation that the legal services to be performed by LOCA are better than the services of other attorneys. There is no guarantee of the outcome. Success is rendered on a case-by-case basis. Welcome to another episode of the Legally Blind Justice Podcast, where we break down the legal process and help you navigate the complex world of education law. Today, we're diving into the OCR process, demystifying the steps involved. I'm your host, Tim Markley, so let's go ahead and get started. Now, before we jump in, it's probably important to identify and define what OCR is. OCR stands for the Office of Civil Rights. It is a unit within the Department of Education that oversees various civil rights enforcement actions. So let's start. It's essential to know that anyone can file a complaint, but it must typically be done within 180 days of the act of discrimination. Now, covered entities include public and private programs receiving federal funds from the U.S. Department of Education. So this typically encompasses public schools, most colleges, vocational rehab agencies, and even libraries. OCR handles complaints related to various laws, such as Title VI for discrimination based on civil rights, Title IX for discrimination based on sex acts, Section 504 of the Rehab Act, Title II of the Americans with Disability Acts, and the Age Discrimination Act. Other agencies, like the Department of Justice, may conduct investigations that overlap into these areas. So the first question we often get is, is how do you file an OCR complaint? Filing an OCR complaint is our straightforward process. So let's walk through these. Step one, before filing a complaint, clearly identify the issues you want to address. Ensure that it falls under the jurisdiction of OCR, which includes the discrimination based on race, color, national origin, sex, disability, or age, or in program areas receiving federal assistance. Collect all the relevant information, including dates, names, and a detailed description of the events or actions that led to the discrimination or violation of of your civil rights. Then visit the OCR website to access the complaint form. You can find detailed instructions on their website, including the option to file it electronically or by mail. Download that form, fill out the required fields, provide accurate and detailed information about the incident, including the names of the parties involved, a description of what happened, and any supporting documents that you may have. Next, attach any relevant documents that support your complaint. This may include emails, letters, or other evidence that can help OCR understand the nature of the complaint that you're making. If you're filing it electronically, follow the instructions on the OCR website to submit the complaint. If filing by mail, print the completed form and send it along with any supporting documents to the address on the OCR website. Now, I have to caution, the OCR process can, can take some time. You have to be patient and allow OCR to conduct a thorough investigation. 
Now, you can check the status of your complaint on the OCR website or contact them directly for updates. But don't be surprised by how long it will take this process to run its course. If you encounter challenges during the process, or if you believe your rights were not adequately addressed, you may consider seeking legal advice. Consult with an attorney familiar with this and other issues related to OCR. So once you file the complaint, there's a process that OCR follows, and I'm gonna break down the main phases of an OCR complaint. In phase one, OCR evaluates the complaint to determine if, it, if the alleged complaint or violation was filed within the 180 days and meets their standards for taking action. OCR may close or dismiss a complaint if it doesn't meet certain criteria, such as not stating about a violation, being untimely, unclear, or it's being investigated somewhere else. Another thing to consider is, does the institution that you're, you have the complaint with actually receive federal funds? If your student attends a private school, many private schools do not receive federal funding and thus would not fall under OCR's jurisdiction. So after they determine there's a violation, we move into phase two. OCR will notify the school of the investigation by a letter of notification outlining OCR's jurisdiction, the factual description, and the allegations. Notification letters tend not to be detail heavy, but OCR typically provides the school a link to the case processing manual and the complaint. The school can make a FOIA request if additional information is needed. There may be some early resolution options, including the rapid resolution process, a facilitated resolution between the parties as a way to resolve this swiftly without going through the whole OCR process. Now, voluntary resolution allows the institution to affirmatively resolve complaints before the investigation. This can be a strategic, um, as OCR may include any learned facts in that agreement. Now, if that doesn't work, we move to phase three. Data request um, involving OCR. They may want copies of documents, policies, data. And you must, and those schools must respond within the specified time frame. Now, OCR is exempt from FERPA and the internal clock for case processing often runs from the complaint, from the complaint receipt date. The next phase could be an on-site visit, but that's not typical but it may involve activities like interviewing employees, students, focus group meetings, and file reviews. After that, compliance determination results in what's called a resolution letter and a resolution agreement if OCR finds non-compliance. These documents include fact-intensive summaries and agreed upon steps for correction, often with specific monitoring requirements. What I have found when I was working in education is that these processes can take 12 to 24 months. Don't be surprised that from that first date, if it's almost a year before you come to some kind of final resolution. 
that's why OCR is not the first step that you're going to take if you're trying to deal with a school issue. You want to resolve it at the school issue as quickly as possible. But sometimes that's just simply not going to happen. Now, that's a wrap for today's episode. I want to thank you for joining us here on the Legally Blind Justice Podcast. Remember, understanding the OCR process can empower you. If you have questions or need more information and you're accused of violating a school rule or are in danger of being expelled, reach out to Kay Altman Law for professional advice. The school has complex rules and policies and procedures to govern what happens. They have a legal staff to advise them, and you should as well. You need experienced help to get the results that you need. Trust a firm such as K. Altman Law to guide you through the legal minefield and get the results that you want. Thanks for listening to the Legally Blind Justice Podcast. If you have a legal question, give us a call at 1-888-984-1341 or check us out on the web at kaltmanlaw.com.